from missionary friends to the missionary position. <laughs> That's definitely gonna. That's definitely gonna throw a kink in some things. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Before we get started into our long agenda for today i have a little bit of um beef with the last episode that you recorded with pastor rich okay (laughs) so you guys had this whole garden of eden spiel and i feel like you basically said god created women so that men wouldn't have sex with animals (laughs) And this is kind of a theme with your episodes with Pastor Rich. You say these really bizarre things about women, and he doesn't really, he doesn't call you on it at all. <laughs> like, when you guys talked about <laughs> being concubines, like, that would probably just be the most easy job ever as a woman. You get to live in luxury. <laughs> Without ever considering maybe that this woman wants a life (laughs) and have sex more than once every two years. So I just, I just want to know your take on why God created women. Okay. So the the concubine thing, first of all, that's defensible because as a concubine, like women, like you just, you had babies until the age of like 37 and then you died. Like yeah. in the Old Testament. Like there's there's nothing there for you in the Old Testament. Like maybe you'll win the lottery and get to be a prophetess for like a couple of years. But even okay. then, like you're probably still gonna die. Okay. Uh, pretty young. So that's so like the the bestiality thing, like that was not <laughs> the most problematic part of my Garden of Eden take. Like just to clarify. No, I mean the whole thing was a lot. But just the fact that you were like, I think God created women because he saw Adam looking at all the animals having sex. And he was like, "Uh uh-oh. So I'm just... (laughs) I feel like that's a very Mark Driscoll penis home take. (laughs) I'm I'm just asking questions here. Like, what if that was part of it? Like, what if that's part of it that, like, I mean, do we know that that that, that it was always going to be a package deal? Like, what if Adam was completely content? What if he never got lonely? Yeah. Like, do you think that, I mean, maybe we would just all be dudes right now? I think that was definitely part of it, but I think it was the plan from the beginning. Right. Well, there was definitely a loneliness component in there. And I just took it as I am wanted to do. I just took it one step further. And I was like, well, maybe. I maybe think that was, was more than one step. Okay. <laughs> okay. So put put yourself in Pastor Rich's shoes. What would your immediate pushback have been if I had said that? If um, I, if I had said, okay. I, I think what if. What, I think God had more of a plan for women than to be a 
preventer of bestiality. <laughs> right? I mean, that's a, that's, I mean that's, there's a certain nobility there, though, right? Oh. <laughs> I think we should move on. I just, I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay. So, a lot going on right now on Twitter and uh let me pull up the tweet from our friend Matt Metcalf who took a bold stand. Do you think this is maybe one of the boldest tweets <laughs> ever written about fun sexy Bible time? <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean it, it's it's up there. Let's not forget our new friend Audrey who uh changed her literally changed her Twitter bio Twitter bio to listen to fun sexy Bible time or else. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Oh, I like her feed. <clears throat> so Matt Metcalf tweeted, and he tagged the podcast. I'm just going to say the podcast names, but he <laughs> tagged them with the ads. Listening to Fun Sexy Bible Time is like having a meal at a Michelin star restaurant. Listening to Good Christian Fun is like buying something out of the break room vending machine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bold take. <laughs> and we appreciate it. He got some flack for it because he, he tagged the podcast that he was dissing. My favorite thing about this is that, like, in reality, we're definitely the vending machine break room <laughs> podcast. <laughs> as far as, like, you know, content. <laughs> but he just it obviously enjoys this experience more and <laughs> i'm thankful for that tweet it made my night all right here's my thing kevin porter hey settle down kevin like there are delicious <laughs> things inside vending machines absolutely doritos doritos you get like gummy lifesavers <laughs> out of vending machines like why would you take that as as like a just uh, settle down kevin like it's okay like we all we mm -hmm. all eat out of the vending machine sometimes yeah yeah. Also, like, they're, like, the definitively more popular podcast. <laughs> oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, it was just so good because it was backwards, you know. But for Matt and hopefully everybody else who listens, <laughs> this is a Michelin star restaurant experience. I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting now for the... Uh... For Matt to who's who's now my bodyguard, I'm waiting for him to now take on the Babylon Bee for their Christian swimsuit issue. I know. Well, you know what? How many stripes do they get <clears throat> for stealing content? <laughs> I'd say one. I'd say the next one. He's gonna have to <laughs> do his thing. <laughs> I can only imagine what that tweet would be like. <laughs> Oh, that, their their article wasn't even funny, which is not surprising. But yours has pictures, and theirs was just like, you know, a little blurb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably came up with it on their own, maybe. But th that mm -hmm. picture was the picture was pretty similar. Yes, it is. It was extremely similar. <laughs> so. 
Okay. Anybody else to uh, to uh, shout out besides our normal Patreon supporters? Mm, who do hey, hey, hey! I think we should shout out me for <laughs> okay. putting in the work to get added to the fun, sexy Bible time Twitter bio. I mean, that was an accomplishment. It, 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 it really was. <laughs> it really was. Uh, it's official. Yeah, I definitely, uh, not to get too serious, but I definitely feel like when you went from like in the rotation to like, oh, this person, this person needs to be like the main co-host. I definitely feel like the podcast got more popular. Oh, that's really kind. I didn't even tell you to say that. No, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> no, you, uh, I uh, also, my last episode got a lot of feedback, so. It really did. That was uh, nice. I really wanted the feedback on the side hug rant, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what kind of uh, we'll, f- we'll see what kind of feedback you get from your from your bold uh, bestiality pushback to leave the episode <laughs> off. Yes. So, uh, speaking of side hugs and inappropriate touching. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, you, Casey. <laughs> you've had some experiences lately that you wanted to tell everyone about. That <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't wait for the for the uh the verbal version of this instead of just the typed out version. I mean, how excited for you? I mean, how excited are you for like how uncomfortable I'm I'm going to get? I'm so excited. You said you wanted to share this, so yeah, I mean, I feel like it'd be a good segment. Um, so, like, if you're a new listener, I'm a really large human being. I'm, I'm about six eight, two fifty. <laughs> I'm just a That's big dude, sick. and uh, now that like my basketball is, is is pretty much behind me, it's like, why am you know what what is this good for? You know, like, <laughs> wh- there's there's just not a lot of advantages to being a a freakishly sized human. Small talk, right? Anybody who meets you is like, "How tall are you?" <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, so, I mean, that's always like kind of a question. I was like, "Well, you know, if I'm not playing basketball, what, what, I mean, this is just kind of a, it's just a, like, a weird thing. Like, why, why would God make me so big?" <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> uh, I'll try to, I'll try to save the jokes for the end. Um, so long story short, I'm just on an incredible run right now of being in places where decrepit and oversized old ladies topple over and require someone to lift them up. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's clearly a God thing. It is clearly a God. It's, 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 it's too much coincidence for it to just be random. (laughs) You found your new calling. And it is just it it hit me all of a sudden of that's why I am so large. It is because I am needed to pick up all of these old women off the ground. <laughs> there there's there's old ladies on my street. So, so how does that happen? What how does that what does that look like? Well there's well first of all, there's old ladies on my street and they'll just call me. Like one one neighbor will know that another neighbor has fallen and they'll just call me of like, hey, she's down again. Can you go pick her up? <laughs> and I do. I was at Target like 
two months ago. And a rather large lady. Buying pillows. <laughs> I was. I was buying pillows. <laughs> a lady tripped on the curb and just like wiped out. And she could not get herself back to her feet. And I had to go pick uh. her up. And the other day I was cutting my brother's yard and a large lady fell in her yard and there was no one else around. And like, it was like God had put me there, like just in that moment so that I could go pick her up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem and what you're waiting for is that there's just, it's an awkward, it's an awkward maneuver mm-hmm. because if you're doing it by yourself, you got to do like the Heimlich, like you have to get them sitting up and then right. get behind them and just wrap your arms around and just bear hug them and then just manhandle them up to their feet. <laughs> right. And I'm I'm sorry but there's just it's it's really difficult to do without touching old lady bosom. Because ideally, you could go from the front and just like hold their arms and pull them up. Right. Like if they're frail and their joints are bad, you can't do that. You just got to no, grab their center mass and get them mm-hmm. back up to their feet. Now, these are all like, you you called them decrepit, which I think of like <laughs> as like frail, but they were all kind of larger. There's a variety. Yeah. Okay. So, oh man, I'm going to remember this as... Until I die. And if I make it to the old lady stage, I'm going to remember it when I fall. And <laughs> some young man is helping me up. <laughs> Just going to be like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> do you think they're embarrassed or do you think they're just past that point in their life? They always apologize. So there, there's some embarrassment there. And Yeah, but isn't the embarrassment just about falling in general? I feel like that would be my embarrassment. Just yeah, I, I don't think they so. mind that like I'm 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 squishing their 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 blessings. How's <laughs> that for a quote? I, I think once it gets to that point, I don't think they really mind that much because they're always concerned of like, oh, don't 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 hurt yourself. Like I weigh a lot, and it's like, ma'am, like I am a giant human being. Like you are not going to hurt me. But the trick is. <laughs> Am I going to hurt you by right, putting you right. in this bear hug? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I would just like to see that happen. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, you know, this, this is embarrassing to admit, but I, I don't. I mean, if I can't say it on this podcast, where could I say it? Exactly. After it's over, like I always have like a little bit of existential dread of like, like what what if Jesus comes back like right now? And like <laughs> those are the last bosoms that I felt. <laughs> for all eternity. Apparently you never get over your fear that Jesus is gonna come back at the wrong time. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the Bible says. It's like if it's not the right time for you, it's not the right time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, there's always like a uh, like an awkward conversation with Kendra when I get home. I was like, "Yeah, I had to pick up another old lady today, and I ex- <laughs> I accidentally felt her boob. I'm sorry." <laughs> I don't really feel like you have to apologize for that, but. <laughs> if it makes you feel better. Yeah, it's it's all for my benefit though cuz I know I didn't do anything wrong, but it's just Right. 
right. certain things you feel guilty. And that's good. Like, it's good to feel guilty about stuff like that because, you know, even if you don't, then you don't feel just guilty. go around like trying to touch old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to feel guilty? <laughs> I don't understand. I think it's like a healthy thing of like. You uh, touch somebody else. So regardless of the context. Yeah, like, you know that the guilt, mm -hmm. I mean, you know that, like, there's some checks and balances internally there. Right, right. I see what you mean. Like, if something like that happens, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe guilt is the wrong word. Weird is just a better Mm -hmm. word for it. I got it. I personally wish that people would feel weird about PDAing in church. That was a fantastic transition, by the way. (laughs) Um, <laughs> killing Listen, the transitions. I'm earning my paycheck here, okay? No, so on Easter Sunday, which I know everybody's a lot happier on Easter because it's like, you know, it is the Christian Sunday of the year. Yep. There's a couple catty corner in front of us, and they were just touching each other a lot. Like, they were... So there's, like, levels of PDA, obviously. There's, yep. like, you know, the husband has his arm around his wife, around her waist. And then there's, like, the wife returns the arm around the his back. So they're, like, interlocked. Well, then at one point, she was, like, she, like, joined her hand. So she was, like, holding on to him. So were we talking standing position or seating position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were standing. Okay. Standing. And I was just like, this is just too far. Like, and it wasn't just like a, they weren't just being still either. There was like some movement going on and like back rubbing and just why, why are we doing this in church? Like, how old were they? They were, you know, early thirties, probably they had a little baby I saw later. Um, but I just, is church really the place to touch each other to that extent like (laughs) can it wait maybe (laughs) like what taking a hard moralist (laughs) stance on fun sexy bible time it just feels out of place a little bit to me like how can you have to think like how can you concentrate like once you get to a certain level of like touching and caressing (laughs) Like, how are you concentrating anymore? So, like, <laughs> can you just wait an hour to do that? To rub your hands all over each other? I don't, I don't get it. So, how, how far would it have had to? always felt like this, too. Like, when people are, like, there's somebody in front of you in church, and the, like, one of the couple is, this was, like, sitting during a sermon. Okay. One of the couple is, like, avidly rubbing the other's back <laughs> it's like <laughs> why <laughs> what are you doing i think the back rub can be like a, a like a stay awake mechanism <laughs> yeah yeah i've definitely got that one before from kendra of <laughs> i cannot keep my eyes open i'm gonna lean forward in the pew a little bit and as soon as i do <laughs> she starts like rubbing my back to be like hang in, <laughs> hang in there buddy hang in there buddy yeah, so I feel like you can tell the difference, though, right? There's you can you can sense the difference in like the we're just you know <laughs> I don't know 
There's just this definite horny vibe that comes from certain couples who are <laughs> PDAing each other in church. It's like, just just wait. The church only lasts an hour and 15 minutes. God, so can so we long. just... That's so, so long. <laughs> I just... I, I uh, Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> it is kind of weird of like... Like that's that's the one moment like where you realize that you're super horny. <laughs> when you can't even hold yourself back in church. Because <laughs> I don't know that that happens like in the grocery store. Oh yeah, probably not. But yeah, maybe because you're like you're sitting still, and your kids aren't bothering you. Well, I mean, maybe they are there with you, but. So like yeah. everything slows down and maybe you get a little bored. What it is about church that makes people horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I, I just, I would like to admonish <laughs> everyone to <laughs> maintain an appropriate level of contact in a church service. I did not see this take coming from Casey Haas. I'm going to be honest. All the old fashioned. Yeah. Uh, noted fundamentalist Casey Haas. Oh, does it come across like that? Maybe. No, I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess it's, I guess it makes sense a little bit. I was just, I I I want you to touch each other, just not then. (laughs) I don't want to see it. (laughs) I don't want to be a part of it. That makes sense. Boundaries. It's about boundaries. Right, right. I I think too, because then I'm distracted. So, like, okay. You know, it's one thing to distract each other and not care, but also like I'm, I, it's in my eye line. Like I'm watching you caress each other. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we need to put those people in the back pew. Like yeah. put, put the youth up front so that we can. <laughs> So, we can watch so they them. can't get them, themselves into trouble. Yeah, put, put the <laughs> horny couples in the back pew. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, too, it goes back to my idea for a bang room in churches. Oh, I. That that was something. Yeah. I think we can all agree that would only benefit the man. <laughs> How okay. Dare How dare you okay. bring such such gender roles into this show? <laughs> Do you know, Casey Haas, that sometimes women can enjoy sex, too? On leaving the wedding? Like, walking out of your wedding? (laughs) When you're a virgin? (laughs) Let's let's just slow down there, buddy. (laughs) It's all about about trying to beat the rapture. (laughs) Are you saying the bang room should just be for anybody? Yeah, that that was my joke. Was that? Oh, see, I thought you meant it was like specifically for newlywed couples. No, you you could send you could send those people to the bang room for <laughs> <laughs> so the, the couples who are doing PDA in church. I'd be like, I'll hold your baby. You guys go back there. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell for that. I mean. <laughs> It's right in the fun, sexy Bible time wheelhouse, though, because it feels like it, like I can't figure out why it's a sin. It just feels like a sin to, to make that joke. Mm, so, probably. 
like, I, I don't, I can't figure out why that would be a sin to, to have yeah. a main room in church. Like it's not really against any commandment, but I feel like that would make you enjoy church more though, since you have, you know, revealed that <laughs> you don't enjoy sermons at all. <laughs> Did you actually say that on your think piece or you just were hoping that people would get the drift? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say that on the think piece. I mean, I mean, some sermons are good. Uh huh. I just I think I think sometimes they go too long. Yeah, yeah. So all my would you rather's today that I made for you, okay. at least uh, one part centers around a sermon. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in a natural transition for would you rather's if you're ready to go there. I am ready. Okay. Well, I've got <laughs> I, I've got two for three. you. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. If you start, uh, then we can alternate, I guess. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, um, trying to decide what order I want to go in. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have to listen to three sermons every week for the rest of your life or have... Oh, gosh. <laughs> or have mitten hands? <laughs> <laughs> Explain the mitten hands to me. Well, it's just like a mitten. Like, you have your regular fingers, but they're... they're fused? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. See, so, I thought you they meant... still bend. Like, you can still bend them, but... Yeah, your hand looks like just a mitten. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's definitely gonna... Th- that's definitely gonna throw a kink in some things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> you set me up with that one. I didn't even think that far. I just trying to be funny. Okay. Okay. Oh, there it is. Um. Okay, so if my feet, if my, I guess I got to take the sermons because I could just listen to them on, like throughout the week, I guess, and space them out. Yeah, that's that's rough though. I thought you meant like I'd have to wear I'd have to wear mittens over my hands. No, it made me think of that Christian band Bleach, that like their gimmick was that the lead singer wore mittens on stage. Oh, I don't know about them. Yeah, they. Why did he do that? Because like it was the '90s, and like you had to have a gimmick or something. So like for uh-huh, the first couple uh-huh. of years, their gimmick was the singer wore mittens on stage. Okay. I'll send you. I'll send you one of their music videos where he's wearing Please mittens. Do. It's 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 something. Okay. So all right, I gotta pick the sermons. All right, Here you go. All right, Casey. <laughs> Would you rather slow dance with Joe Biden <laughs> or style Trump's hair using only your fingers? Oh, definitely slow dance with Joe Biden. That's a no-brainer. Okay. <laughs> we're talking no. we're talking public school prom slow dance. I know, I know, I know. I can take it though. Just one song, right? 
Like, just, yeah, I can do like, it. He's going to be creeping, though. He's going to be, like, whispering things in your ear. Like, he might go in for the friendly nuzzle. I don't. He's kind yeah, of creepy. It's, uh, it's fine, though. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to style Trump's hair or listen to him talk or. I mean, maybe, though, if I did style his hair, I could figure out if it was real or not. Yeah, my, my stipulation was you had to style it mom style. Like, you know, like what does that mean? In, you know, a, like when, in a messy ponytail? No, no, no. <laughs> like like how moms with boys will like do their hair like in a hurry, like when you're late in the church parking lot and they're just like running their fingers through it and like licking their fingers and like smashing down okay, the cow Okay, so definitely slow dancing with Joe Biden. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just I, I'm picturing you like head on Joe Biden's chest, and you're wearing a uh, a corsage, just like a, <laughs> like a and mom jeans. <laughs> okay, since you went political, I'll go political. Okay, would you rather have to tweet your real thoughts and beliefs during the 2020 election season? Oh gosh, or Give five sermons at your church using a toddler whining voice. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. You're First of all, you're disturbed. That's... <laughs> Here's the thing. I was in the car for like an hour this morning with George whining at me. So it just came to me. Can you give me a little taste of the toddler whining voice? No. <laughs> just everything said in that level of annoyance oh man um, <laughs> well first i mean this is a moot point but i would be allowed nowhere near the pulpit at my church because <laughs> the, that doesn't matter the pastors know what i'm up to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know this is hypothetical, but I just had to throw that in there. Um, five sermons, so I guess I got a tweet. Oh, but my my beliefs are horrifying. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you really like how mad like people on all sides of the spectrum would get? Like if I just started doling out my contrarian. Mm-hmm. My my hills that I die on. I feel like you should go for the sermons here. <laughs> you think it would destroy my? You think it would destroy my audience in the podcast by extension? <laughs> I think that here's the thing: you could make them as short as you want. So you could do like your um, as it the Methodists who only preach for like twelve minutes. <laughs> mm. <sighs> mm. In the toddler voice, though. <laughs> yeah. I really took it a step further. Yeah, you did. That's that's rough. <laughs> I think I just have to Gideon's army my followers by tweeting out my political Oh, beliefs. wow. And just that see, is... see who's left. What would it take in real life to get you to that point? Just like... Oh. Um, screw everyone. I'm... I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know because like there's certain political issues that I feel very strongly about, but uh-huh. just as a whole, like I, that's, that's, there's, it's just kind of pointless for me to mm-hmm. go political because mm-hmm. I'm, 
I don't know. I, yeah. not, not to take it too seriously, but I, I kind of have a like an affinity for the followers that I have of like, oh, you guys don't agree on anything, but you're all following me. It's like, okay, you're, uh-huh. just, you're just here to you're here for the jokes. You're here for me to make you laugh. So right. I kind of respect that. Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, this one will destroy you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> make no apologies for it. Casey, would you rather publish publicly the last three months of all fun, sexy Bible time DMs? <laughs> Any thread of DMs that has to do with the podcast, there's there's several. Publish all of them publicly. Okay. Or publish the unedited version of the episode you did with Danny. Mm. (laughs) This is mean. Wow. Okay. Um, That's rough. I think I'm going to go with the unedited version of Danny's episode. Whoa. <laughs> because Whoa. he said the worst thing. <laughs> he did say- <laughs> So even though like I was there and I might have laughed. <laughs> just I mean just throwing Danny directly under the bus with this one. Absolutely. Because he doesn't care. <laughs> he would you wouldn't even have to I mean he doesn't care. So I, that's I think I'd have to choose that because in the DMs I'm, you know, more guilty, I think. <laughs> I mean the 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 10 minutes of I mean the 10 minutes that got edited out of the Danny episode. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> If you had said, Danny and I talked about this and we're okay with this, can you go ahead and publish it? <laughs> that would be a, still... hard, a hard no for me. <laughs> well, we're still going to record the most epic episode of all time all together. <laughs> and it'll be glorious <laughs> whenever we can line up the schedules. I hope it's just you reading marriage bed tweets to me and Danny and letting me it and Danny will. riff on them endlessly. It will be. Okay. <laughs> That was a really good one. That was good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to get through this one. Okay. I, I laughed several times when I was just thinking of it. Okay. <laughs> it's because the visual is just so good. <laughs> oh, would you rather have to quietly <laughs> do the Macarena? <laughs> During every worship song at church. (laughs) (laughs) Or yell, hey, Macarena. (laughs) Every time the pastor says, let's pray at the end of his sermon. I should have practiced reading that one. It's, it's, see, what's even funnier, because you could probably get away with it to a certain degree, but I'm huge. I know. <laughs> Why is the huge man doing the Macarena? 
<laughs> so you can either do something quietly or yell <laughs> at the end of the sermon. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> do I have to do the Macarena through every song or just one song? Uh, I said every worship song. <laughs> every worship song. <laughs> Do I have to do the booty shake? <laughs> it's part of the dance. It is part of the dance. Okay. Well, well, you can just instead of that, you can just you don't have to turn like in a circle. You can just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second option, I gotta do it like in the style of the song. I can't just say, hey my grand it's gotta be hey my yeah. No, you, yeah, you gotta do it like that. <laughs> So, like, the pastor's closing up his 30-minute sermon, and he says, let's pray, because they all do that, and that's when you just yell it. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my play is I would definitely go back to a charismatic church. I'd, <laughs> I'd return to my roots. I go back to a charismatic church, and then neither one of them would really matter because you could kind of blend in. Okay, okay. Um, I probably have to yell it out. Like, I think it'd be less <laughs> of a distraction. Maybe it. Maybe if I started yelling it out at the end of the sermon, like everybody would be like, "Oh, that's just Matthew. That's his thing." <laughs> maybe it would become like a joke or something. But if I was doing the macarena through the entire worship service, that would be like. <laughs> Super Either way, you look crazy. What's Either way, you're the crazy guy at church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're evil for that one. Oh, man, it's so funny. You are evil for that one. <laughs> but also, like, you're the one that did not bat an eye to slow dancing with Joe Biden. <laughs> you are definitely getting creeped on by Joe Biden in a slow dance. <laughs> Hey, I have strong feelings about Trump, so I'll just <laughs> take that risk. <laughs> uh, that segment did not take very long, but I'm exhausted by it. I know. Well, it's good that it didn't take long because we've been building up for, I don't know, seven years to Dude, I Bang My Wife. <laughs> So I'm just wondering if you're ready. Well, I appreciate you pulling Dude, I Banged My Wife out of the uh, the slush pile of fun, sexy Bible time ideas <laughs> and, and not letting it get lost to the winds. Well, if it's horrible, you can always cut it. But either way, I have to hear it. Okay. All right. So I'll just give you the short the short plot and then we'll, then we'll kind of build it out. <clears throat> the short plot is a... Uh, a group of college kids go on a mission trip. Okay. <laughs> and they're uh, they're like linguistics students. I think that's the right term of study for this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, at a Christian college, they're a, a team of linguistics students, and they're going on a missions trip to uh, like translate the Bible from this like isolated. It's an isolated tribe, but it's it does have some contact with the outside world. So you don't okay. have to worry, but there's not like that plot thread of, are we going to bring them diseases or anything like that? Okay. Um, we, we work around that. That's not an issue. Okay. But they have no Bible. That's the main thing. They have no Bible. They have no way of understanding the gospel. So these, these college kids go down there 
And long story short, um, they do this like ceremony for the college kids and accidentally marry two of them together. Like two of the college kids, yeah, two or? Of the college kids accidentally okay. like get married according to the village customs. They okay. don't they don't realize they're getting married. Okay. And, uh, they they're too afraid to like not play along because they're afraid they're going to offend the villagers. Uh-huh. So for the duration of the mission trip, they have to like stay in the same. <laughs> they have to stay in the same hut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, that, I mean, it's a Christian sex comedy. Okay, so just, the comedy just, is your them, standard Christian sex comedy. Them going from like just missionary friends to. <laughs> well, the the uh, the it's got a little bit of she's all that in it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the boy is super popular. He is the he is the son of the uh, <laughs> the dean of the Christian college. Okay. It's sort of like the all American Christian guy. Okay, and, and then she has glasses, right? She has glasses. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a uh, there's a scene like they, after they get married. I mean, after they like uh, they they do the ceremony where they don't realize that the villagers are marrying them together, and then the boy is like, "I can't do this. Like, you know, this is not part of my plan. Like, I don't she, look at look at her, man. She's got glasses on." <laughs> Okay. And the uh, like, the professor with them uh, is just like, no, you just got to play along. You just got to play mm-hmm. along. I don't think this is binding in God's eyes. Just play along with this until we get the Bible translated for them. Uh-huh. And so he's like convinced to play along. But then there's a scene where they go down to the river or something. <laughs> something involving water. Like they have, they follow, like they're playing with the villagers kids and they go down to the water and like, mm-hmm. they all start splashing around. Okay. And the girl... We'll call her, I, I made up the name uh, Gretchen Ingrid for her. She okay. has two first names. <laughs> okay. Gretchen goes down to the water and the kids are splashing around out there. And she like somewhat innocently like peels off like her outer layer of clothing. <laughs> and like super slow motion takes off her glasses and is like mm-hmm. doing like a shampoo commercial, like slinging uh-huh. her hair around. Super uh-huh. slow motion. And you realize, okay. like, oh, like underneath all, like, all these baggy clothes, she's she's actually kind of hot. And then okay. the soundtrack kicks in with that song from the that's in all the '80s movies, and it goes like bow bow, <laughs> <laughs> and then the camera zooms in on uh, on uh, Peter Micah is the boy's name. Okay, it zooms okay. in on Peter. His name's Peter. That's and his very eyes get special. real big. And like his his buddy is standing right next to him, and they're just like, "Dude." <laughs> okay, so so Peter and Gretchen are married, and now Peter realizes that she's attractive. <laughs> yes, that changes everything. <laughs> it does. Um, so, how does he decide that he's gonna try and bang her? <laughs> So we got to get to this point of him saying, dude, I banged my wife, right? Well, I think it begins there at the river when he sees how high and then like his buddy, his buddy is like a uh, kind of like the comic relief. Uh-huh. And his buddy is like, dude, your wife is hot. <laughs> okay. And Peter says something to the effect of uh, like, she's not my wife, <laughs> but I'd like her to be or something like that where he's like... <laughs> Okay, 
So how does it progress? Well, like, that's, that's where awkward awkward moments in the hut. <laughs> like. <laughs> Speaking of my youth group memoir, Awkward Moments in the Hut. <laughs> I think there's like a, there's like a, um, there's like a, f- a feeling out process, pardon the pun. Mm. But there's like mm. a, uh, like where it begins where he's like sleeping on the ground and he like gives her the bed. Okay. And then maybe they get like into a little like, you know. They start sniping, sniping at each other a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, forget this! I'm gonna lay in the bed with you." And like, they, <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. It's my bed too. I'm the husband here. And he oh, okay. He's in the bed, and they just kind of like they they snipe at each other, and then all of a sudden, it's one of those things where like they wind up kissing, and then it's like, "Oh, what did we just do?" Yeah. And then there's like a little uncertainty because you know we're actually married. Are we allowed to do this? Oh yeah. How long does it take to get from that point? To, you know, <laughs> like same night, like fighting. I actually want it to happen like in the very first scene, like before we even know who anybody is. I feel like the very first scene <laughs> is like the professor holding like a lantern, like running up uh-huh. to the hut, like with all the other Christian college students and they're hearing things inside the hut. <laughs> And they bust in the door and like hold up the light. And then you see like, you don't really see anything, but you know, they're both naked and like they both Uh roll out of the bed in opposite directions, like covering Uh up and then it (laughs) freeze frames. And then you hear like Peter's voice, like a narration of like, yeah, that's me. I bet you're wondering how I got here. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I think the tagline (laughs) This movie, to ensure that nobody watches it ever. Okay, how about like, from missionary friends to the missionary position? (laughs) Is it bad that like, as soon as you said the first two words, I knew exactly how to finish that? I think think that should be the movie tagline. Do I bank my wife? (laughs) I I completely agree, wholeheartedly. (laughs) Oh, Gretchen. There's definitely a scene where the actual title of the movie gets said, though. Like, where he's... Yeah, how does that go? Peter, that is, is, Peter is, like, uh, uh, talking with his comic relief buddy. And uh, it, this his friend is like, dude, your wife is... like, Or, like, dude, what, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you... Dude, why are you so tired? And, like, Peter <laughs> looks over and is like, dude, I banged my wife. <laughs> And it's kind of a callback to uh, "Dude, where's my car?" Like when they talk like that. Yeah. So how how does it resolve? Because they weren't <laughs> like. How do we know that they were actually married? They just did this village tradition thing. Yeah. Well, they definitely they definitely bang, and then they have like a little <laughs> crisis of like, is this going to work? You know, what what do we do? Like, what happens when we go back to the states? Uh huh. And um. I, th- I think, I don't know. I, th- I think it resolves. They, they stay together and they agree that once they go back, they'll have like a traditional wedding maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, then they agree that like, okay, maybe just to, so that it looks okay to everybody. We're just not going to touch each other until we get back <laughs> and do the traditional wedding. And then on the airplane, like definitely bang in the bathroom. <laughs> 
that's that's. But it's yeah. okay because they're married. It's it's fine. They're married. Yeah, and there's like the the family matters, you know, moment where they. <laughs> they're trying to figure out if what they did was wrong and they have this like heart to heart about how like god actually god actually knew they were supposed to be married and that they should trust his wisdom and leading them to that village and because <laughs> you know they're feeling so guilty i definitely think uh peter's dad is the dean of the uh college he's like the closest thing to a villain in the movie Oh, okay. Why is he a villain? Because he, uh, I don't, like, he somehow finds out about it and is, like, calling Peter and, like, you know, because Peter is supposed to, I don't know, go into bigger and better things and be this academic <laughs> theologian or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're you're sacrificing all of this because, you know, you just, you fell into fornication on a missions trip. You are embarrassing <laughs> me. You're embarrassing this this Christian college. And then there's like a uh, uh, Peter like will eventually just kind of hang up the phone, like and say something like really terse into the phone of like, "Dad, I gotta go. I gotta go <laughs> talk to my wife." And just hang up the phone. Okay, but then, wait. then one more thing. Then there's like a scene, like uh, there's like a scene at the airport when they get back. Like the scene in Cool Runnings, like where the dad just randomly shows up and has a Jamaican bobsled shirt on. <laughs> the dad like shows up at the airport with like a wedding gift or something. Like as his way of <laughs> as his way of blessing the union. And a key to a new house. Because <laughs> that's what happens in movies. I think they become dorm parents. Oh, okay. You know how there's like always like the 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 twenty one year olds that, that mm-hmm. couldn't wait for the wedding night, so they just got married in college and they become dorm parents. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about those people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we got to cast the movie. Oh, I didn't even get that far. You got to help me with this. Uh, I think Peter should definitely be Zac Efron because. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Zach's getting a little old and they're long in the tooth for this. I don't know. I I think he could pull it off. He just played Ted Bundy, though. Like, he's... Oh. was he? Mid-30s now? <laughs> he's like 30, yeah. Okay. Okay, so but I don't know anybody younger. Well, that's the problem. I don't know anybody <laughs> younger either. I don't know who's up and coming. Is one of the Jonas... Is, is, are the Jonas brothers still young enough? Could they do it? Oh, maybe the youngest one. Yeah. Is he hot enough, though? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. So, what about Gretchen Ingrid? <laughs> Gretchen Ingrid, um, are are you going to veto? I mean, you would veto any of the uh, uh, any of the Jenner girls for this, right? No, they don't act, right? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, that was just popped into my head. I was kind of thinking, like, who is under the age of 25? I have no idea. I don't either. Well, this this is a fail in casting. I mean, we could just fall back to Sadie Robertson. That's true, actually. We probably have to cast it with secular actors. I don't think any, like, Christian actor would do a Christian sex comedy. Are there? Yeah, that's true. I don't think so either. But the villain dad could be Alec Baldwin. Oh, he'd do it. 
He'd, he'd do it yeah. in a heartbeat because he'd, th- <laughs> he'd think he was doing something like super subversive against Christianity. Yeah, yeah. And he'd like dial up the hamminess to 11. It'd be, it'd be incredible. Oh, good. <laughs> I like that movie. I'm glad, I'm glad that we finally got to it. I think it would actually be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's never going to get made. Yeah, I uh, I think my favorite part is just the oh yeah on the soundtrack. <laughs> While she peels off her wet clothes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 like it's, it's just enough. Like she's wearing like the uh, like the baggy long sleeve t shirt or something, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, there's like a sports bra or something underneath it. Like it's just enough to see like oh. I, I've completely changed my mind about this person now that I find him physically attractive. <laughs> we can be married now because that's all that matters. Are you hot? And probably won't change through the years. <laughs> huh. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Gretchen falls for Peter though? I think she probably already had a crush on him. Okay, all right. So there's not yeah. like the she's all that where. She's kind of a she's kind of a dick to him because she thinks she's better than he is. No, no, she's so sweet. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that that play right there. Yeah, she's just super sweet. Yeah. So it's good. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the only The only question I would have is is do we end the do we end the movie with the dad in the airport with the wedding gift, or maybe that's the extra, the after credit scene or something. I don't know. Cause I kind of feel like it being a comedy, maybe it needs to end with them promising like married abstinence, but then they, they, they <laughs> hook up in the airplane bathroom. Maybe it ends with them in their church's bang room. <laughs> <laughs> While their two kids sit outside the door. (laughs) (laughs) They've kept the spark alive. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt that that's perfect. I think (laughs) the children of Peter and Ingrid probably are not going to be allowed to go on mission strips. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> well done. Well done, Casey House. <laughs> oh, give us our funding, you cowards. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. All right, so can I keep my streak of bad impressions alive before we go? Yes, yes. I forgot you were going to do that. No. I, I just I just went with it. I just kept going from one thing to the next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I threat I threatened you that I would I would give you another bad impression. Yeah. Um and actually I I, I broke this one out on Kendra last night. Mm. And she received it enthusiastically. Okay. So, so. <laughs> you can stop the story there. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so I'm gonna give you youth pastor Bernie Sanders. <laughs> okay is he okay 
Go. No, no, no. What was your question? What was your question? What's he talking about? What's his <laughs> What's his topic? He's, he's welcoming the youth into the youth service. Um, if you can imagine, there's like a youth wing, and it's like set up with like all like industrial, like like faux industrial deco. <laughs> it's so bad, yeah. <laughs> like spray paint on the hallway leading in <laughs> of like radical, radical savior or something like that. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> Hardcore teens. <laughs> blood bot. <laughs> like blood dripping. Like that <laughs> effect. <laughs> Culture warriors. <laughs> okay, go. Let's hear it. <coughs> Welcome, teens. Welcome to the youth group. There's Dr. Pepper and pizza at the back. Help yourself. Pay if you can. If you can. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we must take a few moments to begin by talking about the modesty dress code. Yes, we must talk about modesty. Very, very important. Young men, young men, you can wear whatever you want. No problem. <laughs> young women, listen to Pastor Bernie. Listen to Pastor Bernie Sanders. We must talk about the spaghetti straps. Very important. You cannot wear the spaghetti straps. Shoulders exposed problematic very problematic <laughs> you know the shoulders shoulders poor man's bosom it's a poor man's bosom that's all it is you might come across a homeschooler he does not know what bosoms are he sees the shoulders he gets confused he thinks they are bosoms can't have it not pretty i've seen it seen it happen not pretty <laughs> that was horrible I, I fully realized that was horrible What would happen if a homeschooler saw shoulders and thought they were bosoms? He probably also um, does a uh, he probably also does a some kind of rant about normal churches. You tithe ten percent, you keep the ninety. In my church, you tithe the ninety percent, you keep the ten. Ten <laughs> percent is enough. That's enough. You can be very wealthy on ten percent. <laughs> theological socialism at work. It'll work. It's big in Norway. It'll work. <laughs> oh, man. Bernie. <laughs> oh. What does is, what is youth pastor Bernie Sanders let the teens call him? Pastor Burn? Big B? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> big B? <laughs> I was expecting that. Can you like, can you think of a youth pastor you'd less rather get the sex sermon from than Bernie Sanders? Mm -hmm. Well, I got that from my own father. Oh so. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, I can think of that. So I'm, I'm guessing you'd rather hear the sex sermon from Bernie Sanders than from your own father. From literally anybody else okay. in the whole world. <laughs> That is my new challenge, Casey, of of finding someone you'd rather finding someone that that would not be true for. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Trump. Things I will not even say on this episode or this podcast. So just. Well, I've, that's I've, how bad it was. I know how bad it was because it's been in the Fun Sexy Bible Time DMs, which would be published. 
that's right. I think I made Danny tell you privately, though. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> like, I can't even do this. You do. Which is saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should probably wrap this up. <laughs> Macarena. <laughs>